At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. We are live right here on a Friday on Football Full Circle on the Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius XM Channel 159. I am Ben Stevens. He is the mastermind of the pigskin. He is back once again. That is Joe Lisi. Joe, pleasure to be with you, with you here to round out this week on Football Full Circle. And every time we're together, Ben, it's always a pleasure to talk, obviously, college and pro football with you. But every time we're together, it seems that there's a new news item or news feed surrounding a marquee quarterback. Now more Mm. news circulating around Lamar Jackson. Will he stay? Will he go? I talked about it last night with Carver, and I want to get your take quickly. Please. You know, Baltimore really screwed this up. Like, if he is your quarterback of the future— and you want to buy into Lamar Jackson. Why have they allowed this situation to develop as long as it has heading into the month of April already? Yep, yep. Uh, it's, it's a great question, Joe. And I'm not sure there's really a true answer, except from the maybe business negotiation standpoint. But then again, what is a couple million dollars, and I don't say that lightly, but what is a couple million dollars to a billionaire franchise? What is a couple million dollars if you are truly invested in a 26-year-old former MVP record-setting quarterback? What is that gap, Joe, in terms of the monetary background of this entire conversation that has carried on now for two and a half years that you are so far off that you can't suck it up on one of the two sides to get a deal done, to work in good faith, to be there together? Maybe the negotiations, Joe, are very friendly, and Lamar has respect for Baltimore, and the Ravens respect Lamar. But maybe it's not, because that's what it feels like right now, Lisi, to the public, right? It feels like that even if ultimately Lamar Jackson doesn't get another offer sheet from another NFL organization and he finds his way back to the Ravens in 2023 under that non-exclusive franchise tag, and that is the ultimate conclusion, how could they possibly like each other? Just from a human social interaction standpoint, how could they feel any bit of loyalty to one another, Joe, that I think would... Paint a very scary scenario moving forward for both the Ravens organization and their future plans because clearly it's not totally tied to Lamar Jackson and Lamar playing football and risking his body each and every time he is out there knowing this team maybe ultimately doesn't have his entire back. 
Yeah, it, it just doesn't make sense. And then the story comes out where there was somebody trying to negotiate on behalf of Lamar Jackson. And, right. and, you know, why didn't they take Lamar Jackson if they were all bought in and said, this is our guy for the next five or eight years, just the way Kansas City did with Patrick Mahomes. Now, I understand Mahomes won a Super Bowl. They threw a boatload of money on to lock him up the $480 million. But why didn't they take this same approach with Lamar Jackson if that was the mindset of the organization and John Harbaugh as a whole. This is our guy. We need him in this offense. Without him, we have nothing. So let's just throw 50 or 47 million per year at the guy. He's playing on the franchise tag now at a listed price of 32 million. Why are they messing around? It just makes absolutely no sense. And from a team continuity and chemistry standpoint, they're not going to go far in the playoffs if Lamar Jackson is not a happy camper and Joe that's the really fascinating thing from the odds perspective because again the reason that I love to use the odds in terms of any conversation is because it's not Joe making a hot take point or it's not me giving you some long narrative the odds set the expectation the odds tell us what a season is expected to look like they could be very far off based on the actual results by the time we get to October November December and January but it sets expectation And still, Joe, despite all of these ongoing negotiations that feel as though they are very far off and there probably should be some schism between Lamar Jackson and the Ravens brass, Baltimore is still plus 200 to win the AFC North. It's the second best price, only 65 cents behind Cincinnati. Agree with that number or don't. I'm just telling you what the odds makers have set the line at, and they're still 13 to 1, tied for the fifth best number in a competitive AFC to win the conference championship. And Joe, those odds certainly incorporate Lamar Jackson into the plan for 2023 for Baltimore. A healthy, willing, and able Lamar Jackson who will probably play more than 12 games, which is what he has done each of the past two seasons. It, it is, and and he's going to need to step it up. Obviously, the passing game needs to step it up. They need more balance to challenge teams, especially if they fall behind, right? Lamar can't be just a one-man show each and every game. As he goes, so does the offense. Now, he, you can make the comparison to Jalen Hurts. Look at how Jalen Hurts progressed once he got A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith had a fantastic Super Bowl. So hopefully, if you're going to keep Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, you need to place, put some playmakers around them. Yeah, and we'll see how that works. And, Joe, I think it's a really good point you bring up because it's not like if the Ravens say they're good with Lamar Jackson. Hey, we didn't come to an ultimate conclusion. This is not going to be the future of our franchise that they could just start from scratch right away. No, their entire organization has been built around Lamar, which is this weird, ironic catch-22 dichotomy, Joe, because they haven't truly invested to help Lamar have all the offensive pieces on the outside in a true quarterbacking sense in his five years of this rookie deal. And then on top of that, Joe, they have built up the entire offensive line, running back room to better fit Lamar Jackson's system. Yes, there's a new offensive coordinator now in Todd Munkin, but if they say we're not going to have Lamar as our starter for the future, it's a a complete overhaul in terms of what they want to do on their roster. We'll continue to talk about the Lamar Jackson situation because there was a very interesting wrinkle yesterday and a guy by the name of Ken Francis up next on Football Full Circle. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. We are back on Football Full Circle, live right here on the Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius XM Channel 159. He is the mastermind of the pigskin. That would be Joe Lisi. I am Ben Stevens. So, Joe, as we are discussing the Lamar Jackson contract situation with the Baltimore Ravens, of course, it has been well reported at this point that Lamar, with the help of his mother, is representing himself in these contract negotiations. It makes it a little bit more of a fickle environment, perhaps, because you you're not going through the normal procedures you would for pretty much everybody else on your entire roster. Speaking to an agent, going through the business semantics of that. There is the personal side of how these things are going on, but this has been the case for about two and a half, three years. So the idea, Joe, that this is being held up because Lamar is representing himself, I think are frankly overblown. However, there was an interesting component of this developing story yesterday where the NFL, the league office, sent out a notice to all 32 NFL organizations to be wary of a man by the name of Ken Francis, who reportedly was reaching out to NFL organizations on behalf of Lamar Jackson, and he is not an NFLPA certified agent. So the league was saying, hey, this guy is acting in bad faith, trying to negotiate on behalf of Lamar Jackson. Do not engage into any of those contract conversations with him. Ken Francis reportedly is a business partner of Lamar's Jackson's. Lamar took uh, to social media, Joe, to say, this man has never once negotiated on my behalf. But it's a weird instance, if you will, Joe, a weird development to an ongoing situation that really does not ever seem to have a positive wrinkle to it. No, I agree. And I said this twofold Um, in regards to his mom being the representative, right? I think that's a benefit to the Ravens. I mean, when you have an agent involved, they're always wanting their piece, right? Trying to push the envelope a little bit more, using leverage, obviously trying to, you know, bring in uh, certain teams to potentially show interest. With his mother, it should just be, and Lamar, this is what we want. Give it to us, and, and that's it. 
right? Unless I'm yep. missing something, it should be an easier negotiation for the Baltimore Ravens, right? And and yet it seems like it's the hardest contract in the history of the NFL, and that's why I, I yep. don't understand it. And now when you bring in this situation with Francis, who's his business partner with gym equipment, Right, I, which I find completely yeah. like this is like almost like something that should be on TMZ or something. Like yeah. this guy is yeah. going around to to teams and saying, "I know what Lamar Jackson wants." Then Lamar goes out and says to him, "Don't count, you know, don't talk for me. He has nothing to do with. Just go out to the podium, call a press conference, Lamar Jackson. This is what I want. I want fifty million dollars a year guaranteed for four or five years. I'm not going to." play for the Baltimore Ravens unless I get it. Bye. That's it. I mean, I don't understand why this is taking so long. So, it's really... So, they are business partners. There is a relationship. Ken Francis is not Joe Lisi just calling up people being like, hey, I'm representing Lamar Jackson. They do have a relationship. They also did release, or at least gave us a social media preview, Joe, of a new home gym that looked like something Joe Lisi would be a partner of. But it is very interesting to see this kind of dichotomy work out here. And again, it's just... here's Here's my overall take, Joe. When you are trying to negotiate a contract for an NFL organization as a quarterback, it should be all about positivity. It should be about saying this man is the cornerstone of our franchise. We are rewarding him for what he has done and are excited about what he will continue to do in the future. Every instance it has felt like, Joe, over the last two and a half years in the Ravens' negotiations with Lamar Jackson has felt negative. Lamar's not worth it. Lamar's a running quarterback. He can't protect himself. He is injury-pwned. We cannot put guaranteed money associated with Lamar, whether this has all been speculation, reporting, or is actually what is being said, and nobody knows except for the individuals in those parties doing so, the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. But everything that has come out, Joe, has been Weird, bad, negative, however you want to summarize it. And this is just another weird instance in this ongoing situation that, frankly, Joe, doesn't seem to have an end in sight. Like, Lisey, what is your confidence level that Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, not that he ends up back with the Ravens in 2023 under the franchise tag, but that Baltimore and Lamar Jackson agree to a long-term extension? None. I don't think he wants a part of them anymore. I, I really don't. So I, I think it's done. That's what I, I, I think the relationship is severed now to the point that the longer that this goes on and we get to the NFL draft and more importantly training camp and he's not signed, it's done. He is done. The law every day I think is a, a detriment to the Baltimore Ravens and the, that relationship with Lamar Jackson. I mean, if I, I can only put myself in that type of situation. If I have produced like Lamar Jackson and I still don't have the love for my respected organization and I yeah. see players like Danny Dimes get $40 million a year guaranteed money by the New York by the New York Giants. He won his first playoff game. Wasn't an MVP candidate. Wasn't one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Hasn't thrown 36 touchdowns in, his, in, in one season and yet he's getting $40 million? I mean yeah. come on now. It's it's wild, right? Like, I don't he really understand. Yeah, exactly. Runs too. 
He runs too. Kyler Murray runs too. It's part of their game in terms of manipulating the pocket and just being the overall quarterback. I have said often, Joe, I think you feel the same, that for still some old school football thought, a running quarterback, the ability to utilize your legs, either to break off downfield for a 30-yard rush, a design run, whatever it might be, or just manipulate the pocket so they can't just send five guys at you and you stand there like Matt Ryan who folds into a chair as soon as somebody gets close to him. For some reason, Joe, it's still thought of as a detriment that you're not a pure passer. You don't really understand how to read defenses, yada, yada, yada. It's old. It's a force. It is not true. I would rather have a quarterback who could throw for 3,000 yards and run for 1,500 than a quarterback who could throw for 3,500 and he gets sacked six times a game because he cannot get out of the pocket. I just don't understand it. Then defenses have to prepare for two different instances in one individual player. It is value in one individual. Yes, he could get hurt. You're playing football. Anybody could get hurt. A punter could get hurt. It does not matter. So it's just wild. And I understand punters and offensive linemen are in a different stratosphere in terms of money even than a quarterback and that commitment to the most significant player on a football field. But it just boggles my mind that there is not an investment into Lamar Jackson. And it boggles my mind, Joe, that this has continued to be the theme throughout all of these conversations, that this deal is not done yet. So what are the Ravens waiting for? Well, we have no idea. But what do the Ravens think is the future if it's not Lamar? Tyler Huntley in the immediate? Draft a quarterback this year? Try to get them up to speed in Todd Munkin's new system now that they have made the change they have with Greg, uh, Greg Roman gone as their offensive coordinator that incorporated his entire system under the Harbaugh-ian thought after Colin Kaepernick did some San Francisco with Greg Roman that they could bring in Lamar Jackson? I just don't know, Joe. It feels like there is no benefit for Baltimore, and Lamar Jackson is not getting any benefit because there's no investment into him. I understand he might be asking for an outlandish amount of guaranteed money, or the figures he is thrown out there they scoff at because anybody would scoff at that type of business investment but it's just so strange Joe this has continued to play out with all these weird instances each and every step of the way yeah it's amazing to me and you look at just the lineage of Baltimore Ravens quarterbacks back in the day granted Trent Dilfer won uh, you know and played well right we we know that right but but think about it Jim Kyle Bowler I mean go to go through the list he is the most explosive quarterback in maybe franchise his history a la Randall Cunningham a la Michael Vick and what are we doing with Lamar what are we doing now I I don't know I really don't know, Joe, and I'm not sure anybody really knows. Again, how does this all come to a conclusion? Is it Lamar begrudgingly playing under the franchise tag? If that's his only option, does he sit out 2023 and say, screw you guys? We'll wrap up this conversation up next on Football Full Circle. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. 
Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. We are back on F. FC. So, Joe, let's keep going through the scenarios following a weird update to the ongoing story that is Lamar Jackson's contract negotiations, or lack thereof at this point, with the Baltimore Ravens organization. Of course, the NFL sent out a memo from the league office to the entire 32 NFL organizations to say, hey, Beware of this guy named Ken Francis, who was reaching out to teams reportedly and trying to act on behalf of Lamar Jackson. He is not an NFLPA-recognized agent. Lamar came out and said, this man, although my business partner in certain ventures, has never represented me in terms of contract discussions. And yet, Joe, it's just another weird instance in this weird entire negotiation process. So, Lisi, as it stands, you said it. I'll say it, it doesn't feel like a long-term contract extension will be agreed upon anytime soon between Lamar Jackson and the Ravens brass, which means there are really two options moving forward, maybe three. Another NFL organization comes and offers Lamar a deal. He takes it. Baltimore declines to match it. That NFL organization that now has Lamar has to send two first-round picks back to Baltimore. Yet, we haven't seen any of that happen yet in the new league year. In fact, the only thing we've seen as it pertains to other NFL teams and their interest in Lamar is everybody saying, we're not interested in Lamar Jackson. Number two, Joe, they have placed that non-exclusive franchise tag on Lamar. $32.4 million is what it is worth for 2023. Lamar can sign it and play under it next season once again or third Joe Lisi Lamar says you guys have never looked out for me you don't clearly believe in what I am doing screw yourself I'm not playing for you in 2023 I'm holding out for camp for everything you won't see me on the field in a Ravens uniform in 2023 Joe what do you think if you had to power rank those options is the most likely scenario well, I think it's the last one. I think he's going to just say, you know what, screw you, and I'm going to move on uh, to somebody who wants me. I really believe that. I mean, the longer that this plays out, the longer it hurts the organization uh, because he's not going to be happy, and he's certainly not going to risk himself or be the type of player that he was without a long-term deal. That's very evident right now. I mean, he did it last year. And go back to the playoff game, right? He could have, or maybe the thought was that he could have played in that ball game against Cincinnati. And where was he, right? He used it as leverage, and and I think he's going to do it again. I think that they're going to utilize this situation saying, look, we put you out there, nobody really wanted you, and now that's your market value, and he's going to say, you know what, I'm not playing this year. Yeah. I don't know, Joe. Again, I don't know how in good faith these two come to a conclusion. I don't know how – 
even whatever that ultimate conclusion is, even if Lamar says, I'm going to play for you because I love the sport of football and I think we could do some things here and I'll play for the guys in the locker room, not for the individuals sitting up in the front office. I just don't know what then happens after this season. But that's been the case, Joe, I guess, for the last three years, right? We've all thought, okay, early in the process, after year three, still some time for Lamar and Baltimore to agree to this long-term extension. Okay, year number four (laughs) comes to a close. You only played 12 games. I get it. They'll figure it out. Okay, new season started in 2022. There hasn't been an agreement. That's kind of weird. He only plays 12 games again, and now it feels like, Joe, it's just going downhill at a very rapid pace. So I don't know how Lamar and Baltimore come back from this necessarily, right? I just Mm -hmm. don't see how this all ends up happening. But I guess we'll wait and see. And again, Joe, the odds would say, listen, until proven otherwise, Lamar Jackson's a Baltimore Raven. Lamar Jackson's going to play for the Ravens in 2023, and they have a chance of being a playoff team and contending for the divisional crown in the AFC North. I'm not entirely sure. All right, Lisey Guy, let's keep it moving to future quarterbacks, not the guys that are currently in the National Football League. It's been a big week of pro days all around the college space as we're about just over a month away from the NFL draft. April 27th, that opening night, the first round in Kansas City, literally just over a month away. On Wednesday, Joe, in Columbus, it was Ohio State's pro day featuring C.J. Stroud. Yesterday in Tuscaloosa, it was Alabama's pro day featuring the 2021 Heisman winner in Bryce Young. Today in Lexington, Kentucky, It is Will Levis and the Kentucky Wildcats hosting their pro day. Joe, on Wednesday, ton of teams, obviously, in Columbus to see what all of Ohio State is doing, not just C.J. Stroud, not just Jackson Smith and Jigba, but everybody that is there at this moment. And, Joe, there was an interesting clip that was caught on camera of new Carolina Panthers head coach Frank Reich, his new quarterbacks coach in Charlotte, Josh McCown, talking to C.J. Stroud. And you can hear Josh McCown at the end of this clip say to C.J. Stroud, Joe, when you get to Charlotte, we'll get you on the court. Something of the sort. Pretty much saying that when he gets to Charlotte, a.k.a. is selected by Carolina number one overall, they'll play a game of horse or some kind of pickup basketball game together because C.J. Stroud is a hooper. He says said at times he thinks the Ohio State football team could beat the Ohio State basketball team in a game. And Josh McCown, as we know, is wonderfully athletic and can throw down dunk after dunk. So it seemed like Josh McCown, a man that would know what the Panthers' plan is for their number one overall selection, was saying, hey, You're going to be in my quarterback room, CJ. We'll get you all set up in Charlotte. Joe, do you think the Carolina Panthers are going to take CJ Stroud, number one overall? I think they might. Yeah, I think there's a good possibility because according to them and according to just what he has and possesses, the size, the arm, and it's a safer pick in that regard because of the unknowns about Bryce Young with the height issue. And that's not a knock. I think, again, you're splitting airs between both quarterbacks, but I think Frank Reich and the Colts probably will take C.J. Stroud. He's definitely elevated his game. He's elevated his draft stock after he almost pulled out 
about the upset uh, against Georgia in the semifinal playoff game, the way he showed poise and confidence, something that we didn't see, I want to say, in terms of a large body of work because they just dominated the Big Ten for the most part outside of Michigan, right? So that's what elevated his stock, and I think it will continue. He's starting to mature and become a better quarterback. If it were me, I would still go with Bryce Young, but there's a couple of question marks there for Frank Reich, and I brought this up to Carver. Tell me if I'm wrong. Has Frank Reich and the organization when he was with Indianapolis gotten it right with a quarterback? I mean, he lobbied for Wentz. He had Phillip Rivers. He drafted Jacob Eason. How did that work out? Frank Reich. So should we put all this in terms of Frank Reich's assessment? And that's not a knock on Stroud. You know how I feel about him. It's one and two. They're very close. It's Bryce Young, though, in my opinion. Okay, I hear your point about Frank Reich and what he asked for, but I think that was a lot of Chris Ballard. I think it was a lot of Jim Ursay really kind of controlling the strings there and a plan that nobody ever expected for Andrew Luck to retire in the sudden way that he did. They never invested in a quarterback. They had six or seven starting quarterbacks to start off the next seven seasons. It was a ridiculous run. And yes, Frank Reich asked for Carson Wentz. That flamed out. Yes, he maybe didn't be, he wasn't able to work with some guys they drafted later, Joe, but to have the number one overall selection or a top 10 selection is a completely different degree than that of a Jacob Eason or a Sam Ellinger or whatever it might be. It just was really interesting to me, Joe, because after Indianapolis, C.J. Stroud worked out at the Combine. Anthony Richardson, of course, wowed at the Combine. Bryce Young didn't work out. He was going to throw at his pro day, but that was it. He went to get his official measurements and five, ten and a half, maybe scared off a couple of people. But yet, despite that, Joe, Bryce Young entered the weekend in Indy as the odds-on favorite to go number one overall. This is when the Bears still had that pick, and he left the Indianapolis Combine still an odds-on favorite to go number one overall, despite AR wowing people and despite C.J. Stroud putting on a phenomenal performance as well in Indy at the Combine. And then three weeks ago, Joe, three weeks to today, the Chicago Bears trade that number one overall selection to the Carolina Panthers. And then as soon as that happened, Joe, refresh it on Monday following the weekend, C.J. Stroud is the odds-on favorite. So this idea of the relationship between Stroud and Reich and McCown has I guess always been there, at least in NFL draft circles, or at least the odd maker, odds makers are seeing it. So that's a very interesting distinction to me, Joe, that C.J. Stroud is now a minus 270 odds-on favorite to go number one overall. We know so much can change here in the next month plus, but it would seem to me, Joe, that's a pretty strong price and a pretty strong indication that C.J. Stroud might be the Carolina Panthers starting quarterback next year. Oh, yeah, definitely. You follow the money, especially as we get closer to the NFL draft, right? So now that he is making a move and he's overcome Bryce Young, it looks like it will be C.J. Stroud. And again, it's not a knock on Stroud. I I think you can't go wrong whether you take Stroud or Bryce Young one or two. I think the question marks remain from three to to seven or eight in terms of that regard from the quarterback position. But (laughs) at the end of the day... At the end of the day, I would definitely take C.J. Stroud in the top five. I mean, I, if I was Indianapolis, yeah, that fits the mold as well. So it's really interesting, Joe, when you look at Carolina as well, because 
Thomas Davis works for the NFL Network as an analyst. Thomas Davis was a longtime linebacker for the Panthers organization. 13 years, 13 of the 15 seasons he played in the National Football League, he was in Charlotte with the Panthers. If there was anybody that had some contacts in Charlotte that might know what their plan is, it would be a guy like Thomas Davis. And he said on national television that he is hearing Carolina is absolutely enamored with Anthony Richardson. Now, this could be smoke screens, this could be narratives to build up, to move things around that maybe people think they can trade up in the draft order, whatever it might be. But I will say something, Joe. I thought if Anthony Richardson could end up anywhere in the top 10, in the initial top 10 order of the NFL draft, a great spot for him would be with Frank Reich in Carolina. We'll talk about that next as we look at the odds here on Football Full Circle. Stay with SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... No, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. We're back on FFC. So, Lisi, as we talk about a huge week of pro days, four quarterback prospects about to hear their name called relatively early next month in the NFL draft here in 2023. C.J. Stroud on Wednesday at Ohio State. Bryce Young yesterday in Tuscaloosa. Will Levis today in Kentucky. Anthony Richardson, Joe as we saw, dominated the NFL scouting combine, left people with their jaws on the floor. Now, I think it's really interesting, Joe, when you look at the odds for somebody like A.R. or Will Levis and to see the team that is most likely to select them. Because for Anthony Richardson, the team that is most likely to take him right now, according to the odds, the Indianapolis Colts, plus 150. So when you look at that, Joe, the Indianapolis Colts draft Number four overall at the moment. I mentioned right before the break that as I was looking at teams in in the initial top 10 draft order, I thought a good spot for somebody like AR would be with Frank Reich in Carolina. Thomas Davis, longtime Panthers defender, says that 
Carolina is enamored still with Anthony Richardson. How much truth to that, we're not entirely sure. But Joe, the reason I thought AR could do well with a head coach like Frank Reich, it's because he's not a rookie head coach. He has a long-established tenure as an offensive coordinator in the National Football League. Sure, maybe he wasn't the quarterback whisperer that he was trying to be with Carson Wentz, but I would trust him in that situation as opposed to going to somewhere where he's under a rookie head coach. You might not have it cut out, and then both of them flame out in two to three years, and we never truly get to see the potential of an Anthony Richardson. Joe, where do you think AR lands in the top 10 or at least in the first round? I think if a team does take him, I think the team that could afford to take him and roll the dice would be Seattle and Pete Carroll. I I think that could be an area where Anthony Richardson could fall. Now, I agree with you in terms of Reich and your assessment, but the counter-argument to that is, you know, you look at Reich and his tutelage of quarterbacks, they've all been prototypical drop-back passers, right? It hasn't been where he's really, you know, utilized the game plan to, let's say, like a, a running type of quarterback, a Jalen Hurts, a Taysom Hill when he was in there with New Orleans. He hasn't had that type of experience. So are we going to force the round uh, peg into the square hole in the sense of got to keep uh, AR in the pocket, he's got to learn out of read coverage, which yes, he does. I agree. He's still raw. But are we going to force him to do that in terms of the offense in Carolina if you take him? That's why maybe I wouldn't think that it's a good fit with Frank Reich because he hasn't had a lot of experience with RPO type of quarterbacks like a Justin Fields or some of the young up-and-coming quarterbacks like Josh Allen. So for that regard, I would say I think it's maybe a bad fit for AR. Yeah, I mean, it's a good point, right? I just, I think when you have a veteran head coach, although it's Frank Reich's first year in Carolina, it's better than going somewhere else. Now, no, here's an is. intriguing right. one. Yeah, 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 for sure. Here's an intriguing one, though, Joe, as we look at the top 10 of the NFL draft order. Drafting number six overall because of the Jared Goff trade back in the day, the Detroit Lions have that sixth overall pick, or excuse me, the Matthew Stafford pick. Uh, trade back in the day the Detroit Lions have that sixth overall pick at 10 to 1 now they don't need a quarterback but maybe Jared Goff isn't the answer for the entirety of their future he's alongside or the Lions are at least the Ravens and the Raiders all tied for the fourth best price to take AR the second best number is Seattle at plus 380 and then the Panthers at 8 to 1 Joe, if you could place Anthony Richardson anywhere, where would you put him? <sighs> Meaning in terms of draft order, I would put him... No, no, no. Because... Like, if, if to, to hopefully see Anthony Richardson excel, right? If you mm-hmm. want Anthony Richardson to be the best that he could be, where would you put him in the NFL draft? What NFL organization would you have selecting him? Ooh, that's a, that's a good one. I would probably go Indianapolis. Uh, And the reason why I say that is because of Steichen and his ability to cultivate uh, Jalen Hurts and have that offense humming. So if you're going to have a running quarterback, a raw athletic guy that is obviously going to go in to a scheme and have to learn, obviously, a new philosophy uh, with a young team, why not Indianapolis with Steichen? I think that would, I mean, if you if that's the quarterback that you want, I'm not saying if it was me, but if I had to place AR in a specific type of organization that needs a quarterback, I would say Indy first, then maybe Seattle because they he can learn uh, under Geno Smith and Pete Carroll is a, a, a player's coach that has young yep. wide receiver talent there. Yeah. 
I, I think, Joe, if I were to place him two, two areas, it would be in Seattle or it would be in Detroit. I think the idea of being on this young, up-and-coming Lions team would be so much fun to potentially watch if Anthony Richardson can elevate to that level. And there is not the immediate pressure for him to take over as quarterback. Would it put pressure then on Jared Goff? Maybe. Does that mean not great things for the Lions as a whole this year in 2023? Maybe, as they're booked as the favorites right now, to win the NFC North Divisional title. But Seattle makes a ton of sense, Joe. But then again, they just invested in Geno Smith with a three-year deal north of $70 million. Geno Smith is a veteran, but he's still in his young 30s. It's not like they need to show him the door tomorrow. And there is some structure to that contract that if Geno Smith really just had an aberration of a year this year in 2022, Joe, that, okay, there you have a quarterback for the future. And AR did mention himself that when he was in Indianapolis, meeting with various NFL teams around the combine. He got on really well with Pete Carroll and the entire Seattle brass. So I think it is very interesting, Joe, to maybe think of a couple of those spots where, all right, Anthony Richardson hopefully goes. He has that time to develop. He is not pressed to do anything too quickly and thus can see the true level of his abilities. Joe, there's also the 2023 NFL draft team to select Will Levis. It is Kentucky's Pro Day in Lexington. The favorite number right now, Lisey, albeit relatively long, is the Indianapolis Colts at 3-1. to one. Again, the Colts own the fourth overall selection in the 2023 NFL Draft. Next up, it's the Raiders at plus 340. Of course, they went out and got Jimmy Garoppolo this offseason. And then the Buccaneers, Lisey Guy, at 6-1. to one. Where do you think Will Levis ends up in the 2023 NFL Draft? Third round. How about that? Third round. I'm tired of pumping up this guy. I I am serious. I am tired of pumping up Will Levis in terms of the first round. Can we stop already? He's like Malik Willis was last year. He's like Taysom Hill. Will Levis couldn't get the job in Happy Valley beating out Sean Clifford, who was one of the most inconsistent quarterbacks throughout his career for Penn State. Love him or hate him, he had good moments, he had terrible moments. And at the end of the day, Will Levis transferred because he couldn't beat out a 60-year senior in Sean Clifford. So that is why Will Levis ended in Kentucky. Granted, he showed flashes with the RPO game, but that's what Taysom Hill did at BYU. Where was he? They paid him $10 million a year. He's a tight end now. I mean, I, I can't. I can't. Cannot stop with the hype train yeah. on Will Levis because the guy eats raw mayo and throws a ball, well, you know, fast. We think he's the best thing since sliced bread. He's average. He's, he hasn't stepped up in a big game. Forty-seven percent against against Vanderbilt. I mean, come on, forty-seven percent against a five and seven team. I mean, really now. Listen, you know my thoughts on Will. You, you know my thoughts on Will Levis as well. I see it much more similarly to you than maybe a guy like Mel Kiper Jr. I would love to see Lisey Guy and Kiper debate a little Will Levis talk as we get going here for the 2023 NFL Draft. All right, Joe. So you think he's a third-round talent, but ultimately, where do you think Will Levis ends up? You think you you know in your heart of hearts he's going in the first round. Is he, though, Ben? I mean, I mean if, <laughs> let, 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 let's be honest for one second. How, okay. I, I mean, the hype train on Malik Willis last year was off the charts. 
top 10. Okay. He was priced in terms of the markets. The books had him as the third, you know, second, first at some point in the offseason as the guy number one overall. He was the it factor. Will Levis, Will Levis threw three interceptions against Tennessee and 95 yards, and they didn't even have a top 20 defense. Come on, I can't. I mean, there is no doubt that he could fall just the way Malik Willis did. I'm all right, maybe not the third round, but you're telling me he can't fall to potentially 36 to 40? I mean, he has not shown that he is in the same class as Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud, or even Hendon Hooker for that matter. If Hendon Hooker was not not hurt, we would be talking about Hendon Hooker over Will Levis. If I had to put a, a pick on him, num- number 32 in the first round, if I had to pick a first round, I wouldn't waste a first round grade on him. Number 32 in the first. Okay, so the last pick of the first round. Yeah, like, look, like, Kansas yeah. City Chiefs. But yeah. If, if you're saying he's going in the first round, where does he fall? Okay. He's worthy yeah. of uh, of the last pick if you have to put him in. If not, if I could put him where he deserves to be, third round, just the way Malik Willis was last year. All right, I'll just say from the unbiased perspective, Will Levis is going to have a minus money price show to be a top 10 pick. He's going to. Amazing. There's amazing. too many teams. I know. I'm not saying it's right. I wouldn't do it. But I think he's going to have a minus money price when those numbers become available in about two weeks to be a top 10 pick. Carolina needs a quarterback. Houston needs a quarterback. Indianapolis needs a quarterback. Seattle and Detroit could be interested in a quarterback. Same with Vegas. Same with Atlanta. Chicago doesn't. Philly doesn't. Tennessee picks number 11. Houston's back there at number 12. The Jets at 13. There has been some conversation of a couple of teams as a Washington at number 16 overall, as Tampa Bay at number 20 overall. That potentially here, Joe Lisi, the Buccaneers could find their way up. And again, they have the third best price to draft Will Levis to be that team that selects him at 6-1. to one. They're looking for their heir apparent to Tom Brady. Baker Mayfield signs the one-year deal. Kyle Trask, who they drafted in the second round of the 2021 NFL draft, is there as well. Maybe you throw Will Levis into the full. Joe, some news around the National Football League. We have spent a ton of time today talking about Lamar Jackson, how the Baltimore Ravens have failed to invest in the wide receiver position around Lamar Jackson in all five of the seasons under his relatively inexpensive rookie deal. Well, Nelson Aguilar has been signed this afternoon by the Baltimore Ravens. A one-year deal worth $3.25 million. So, Lamar... Looking for some weapons on the outside. Here's Nelson Aguilar. (laughs) This is incredible. I mean, we talk about trying to lure your best player back to play for your organization. You give him a pedestrian wide receiver that couldn't cut it in terms of Philadelphia and New England. I know he had, you know, productive seasons for the most part from a fantasy perspective, show glimpses. But this is what you're going to try and lure Lamar Jackson. Not the Hopkins, right? A potential number one that still has hops and catches everything within a nine-mile square radius uh, of his arms. I mean, you know, we're going to give him Nelson Aguilar that runs a 4-8-4-40. And, yeah, come on. You see, this this league is completely twisted. I I cannot believe this is what we're talking about in terms of Lamar Jackson and the talent around him. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the reality of this, right? So you said to yourself, Lamar Jackson isn't deserving of that big guaranteed contract and long-term extension. Okay, because he's not a passing quarterback. No, that's incorrect, but okay, that's what you said. 
Look at who he's had to throw to. Mark Andrews is an all-world tight end. They have incorporated the offensive style around the ground game. I understand that. They've ranked top five, I'm pretty sure, in every single year. Lamar Jackson has been the quarterback in Baltimore, starting the lion's share of the games. I get it. All good. But this is the splash name that you have now brought in in free agency. I believe in Rashad Bateman. Don't get me wrong. I'm team Rashad when it comes to his battle with Eric DaCosta, the GM in Baltimore. But still, there hasn't been that much investment in all of the Ravens' skill positions at the wide receiver spot. More FFC up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... No, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece Wick Nuggets, Fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. We are back for just a few more minutes here on FFC Live on the Sports Grid Radio Network. To round out the week on Football Full Circle, we don't do football. It's Sweet 16 Friday in the 2023 NCAA Tournament. And despite being a mastermind of the pigskin, Joe Lisi is also... A man known for the five-star crypto play lock of the day. Guarantee it or he'll give you your money back. College basketball best bet. So, Lisi, what do you got for the four games in the Sweet 16 here on this Friday evening? Well, it's not give the money back. It's a guaranteed college football package absolutely free. So, with the promo code country hump, but that's besides the point. Uh, We were on Gonzaga the other night. uh, Unbelievable game. We're going to back it up with blue-collar work ethic. San Diego State plus the 7.5. I think they're live on the money line plus 270. We're going to run it right down Alabama's throat. San Diego State. Going for the outright upset against Alabama. Joe, I do like the idea. San Diego State, the fourth best three-point shooting defense in all of the country, limiting their opponents to 28.7% from deep. And Alabama, Joe, plays at one of the five fastest tempos in the sport, and they shoot 47.5% of their overall field goal attempts from beyond that three-point arc. If they have a cold day, San Diego State makes it very difficult to get up good looks from deep. 
Maybe the Aztecs can pull off the outright upset. Plus seven and a half is a good look. I'm keeping the horns up, Lisi. I'm saying Quinn Ewers. I'm saying Arch Manning. Saying Rodney Terry and the Texas Longhorns laying four and a half against Xavier. Just the more balanced side, Joe. Top 15 offense, top 10 defense. Xavier is good offensively, but defensively is where they lack. So we don't get our money back, Joe, if the bet doesn't hit? No, no, no. XFL oh. and college football package free. Oh, gotcha. College football XFL package free. That's why he is the mastermind of the pigskin. That does it for us today on Football Full Circle. Have a great weekend, but not before. The money line is up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.